Welcome to the Off the Beaten Career Path podcast. I'm your host, Katie Myers. Here you will find the inspiration, strategies, and tactics needed to reach the next level and beyond in your small business and career. Thanks for joining us and get ready to put these ideas to work for you. Hey, and welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited about today's episode. It's a solo episode, and I'm going to be talking to you all about how Taylor Swift markets herself and how you can use some of Taylor Swift's marketing tactics to grow your small business. So I am a recent Swifty. I'm a few years older than Taylor Swift. I never really got into her when she first got popular. She was really like country and I never really liked country. But my daughters who are now 16 and 18 have grown up liking Taylor Swift their whole lives like a lot of girls their age, I imagine. I've always appreciated her and sang along to some of the songs with the girls, but I never considered myself a Taylor Swift fan, but this year has changed everything for me. So I don't have a lot of regrets in life, right? I I think all of the mistakes I've made have led me to the person I am today, and I, I wouldn't change any of that. But the one regret I do have is not attending the Eras Tour with my daughters. I knew that this would be a really big deal and important for them, so I paid for them to have tickets, and I just planned to drop them off at the concert, and that's what we did. They went this past summer in Chicago. They had a great time, but dang, I wish I would have just coughed up the extra money to go. I just, I just didn't really care about it when we bought the ticket. So I was like, I'll just take you guys. I went and caught a movie. I had a nice night, but I wish I would have been there for the Eras tour. But anyway, what I've come to appreciate so much about Taylor Swift in this past like year, year and a half when she has really, really blown up and just the cultural impact that that her and her brand and her music have has just really become apparent. And what's really stood out to me is how she has marketed herself and her brand. And so I started thinking about what kind of marketing lessons can we take from Taylor Swift? So I identified six different things that I think she does really well in the marketing and branding of her brand. And I have real world examples of how you can apply that to your small business. So the six things that I think she's really, really nailing it on is authenticity, engaging content, building a community, storytelling, collaboration, and adaptability. So I'm going to go into each of these six marketing tactics in depth, what I think Taylor Swift has done to just absolutely use that to push forward her brand and what you can do to do the same for your small business. So starting with authenticity, Taylor Swift is really known for sharing a lot on social media. She also talks about her cats. Her cats are named Meredith Gray, Olivia Benson, and Benjamin Button. And like, why do I know what her cats are named? Because she shares it. And I think her cat's names also let us in and show us the other things she's interested in. She must be interested in Grey's Anatomy and Law and Order. I think that's really important to like let people know you through your business or the inner workings of your business so that they can feel that connection because we all love Grey's Anatomy and Law and Order and we all have a pet that we love and care about. So that helps us connect to Taylor Swift. I think another way she shows her authenticity is through her songwriting. It's very personal. I mean, everyone always talks about how, you know, if she breaks up with somebody, she's going to write a song about them, but she's being really vulnerable there and authentic and letting us get to know who she is. So you might not have to talk about your relationship breakups in the lens of your business, but there's other ways that you can bring people in and kind of 
share who you are and what you're about. One of the things that I've done in my business is I'll share pictures of my dogs. And I've seen other business owners that have pets that come to the office and they just really post on social media a lot about the pets. The pets are there. The customers know the pets. That could be a way to kind of connect with your audience. Another thing is to just think about what you're sharing on social media and other ways in the community about your business and and why are you sharing it? What can you do to help people get to know you? If you own a small restaurant, could you post more about the story of why you did this? Or if there's a special story with a recipe in your restaurant, like it was your grandma's recipe, could you share something about that to like share more of who you are and the human side of your business? So those are some ways to think about sharing authenticity and how it can relate to your business. Next thing is engaging content. Taylor Swift is very, very engaging with her content in a number of ways. She engages on social media with her fans. She is known for liking and commenting on different things. And people go wild when they see that she likes and comments. I think it was a few months ago when she she liked or commented or followed or something, the NFL, and the NFL like changed their profile pic on TikTok or something like that because they were so excited that she had followed them. So Nobody is probably that excited if you follow them at this stage with a small business, but there's other ways that you can engage with people. One of the things that I do is I am engaging on my personal social media with all of my customers and people in my community that are either business partners or something that's related to my business. Make sure you're just like, happy birthday, wishing their kid a happy birthday and they post about it, commenting, you know, you're sorry when they post that their pet dies or something like that. What are you doing to engage with those people and and be human and make them feel connected to you? Another thing she does with engaging content is she's always keeping her customers or her customers, her fans guessing. So just recently she was on the Grammys and no one thought that she was going to announce a new album dropping. I was watching tons of social media before the Grammys where people were speculating on all the things she was going to do. They thought she was going to re-record Reputation and that's not what she announced. She got up there and announced that she is dropping a brand new album and people went absolutely wild. They're creating social media posts about it, speculating what this new album is about, what the songs are going to be with, what collabs are going to be on it. So she is keeping her customers engaged and keeping them guessing. Well, her fans, I keep saying customers, but they are her customers. I mean, fans is probably a more preferred term, but they're definitely her customers. We are all consuming Taylor Swift and contributing to furthering her brand. So we're definitely customers. So think about ways that you can do that. So what can you do to keep your customers guessing? If you are like introducing a new product or a new service, how can you tease that and like get people engaged and excited about it? Another thing is so on social media, when I say engagement, it can be as simple as just like an engagement post. If you Google engagement posts, all these things will pop up. Like those things that say like this or that, pumpkin pie or apple pie at Thanksgiving. People love commenting on that. And that's an opportunity for you to keep building that relationship and engaging with them. So post some of those like silly, goofy things that that people could engage with. Like let's say you own a heating and cooling business. You could post something like, 
you know, everyone always argues about how high the thermostats should be. So you could post something like, what's the perfect thermostat temperature? And people are going to weigh in. And you could say something like, tag the person you disagree with. Well, I'm going to take my kids who insist I should keep my house at 75 degrees. So think of things like that where pe- or things that are like slightly controversial in your business that you could kind of put out there and get people excited and wanting to engage with it. So the next thing that I think Taylor Swift has done very well is she's built a community. She built a community so well that they named themselves Swifties. So you might not be able to build a community on that level, but there's so many opportunities to build community. And those are going to be the people who who are your customers and the people who are sharing what you can do for the world. And they're going to help you bring in more customers. So you really have to focus on that community piece. Everyone knows that if you go to a Taylor Swift eras tour, you take friendship bracelets and you trade them with other people there and you come out with your arms filled with friendship bracelets. And it's like this thing that that community does and knows about, and it creates like this bond among the fans. So that's really special and that's really neat. People who are hardcore Swifties, like they defend her every move and they're so invested, but you can do that in your business too. So some of the ways you could do that is you could create an online community. I think that Facebook groups for the purposes of creating hype around your business are so underrated. I think there is a ton of power there and creating engaging Facebook groups is a great way to create community. If you are a, let's say you own a bakery, could you start a Facebook group about people who love cheesecake or something? And then you can post your monthly cheesecake things there, but you could post other things about cheesecake, like cheesecake recipes. Just bring together people that love cheesecake and it's going to maybe bring them into your business. I think a profession that I've seen that they do a great job with the Facebook groups is uh, photographers. From what I understand, what I've been told by some photographer friends is there's some kind of a, a training out there that's really popular that kind of teaches the method to creating and cultivating these Facebook groups to go grow their business. And I will tell you that I'm in several of these groups as a customer and they're amazing. You know, a couple of them are like bourgeois photographers. So it's, so their group is all focused on bourgeois things and the last kind of like more sexual, like naughty things. They've done a great, a great way of reaching, you know, like middle-aged women, helping them feel confident. And part of feeling confident for some people is wanting to go take sexy, good looking photos. So they've cultivated this community that I think is really, really interesting. Another way you could cultivate community with your small business is hosting events, hosting meetups. I know some friends who are financial planners who do this, where they'll host a meetup at a local restaurant and buy light snacks or a meal and talk about, you know, what, you know, five things to be aware of when retiring, stuff like that. So you can bring people into you and um, be able to share with them about your business. And then they get to meet other people and you're creating a little bit of a community there. It's not, And it's usually like an intimate presentation. Other ways that you could build community within your business is meetup.com. That's a great place to go and look for ideas. Like if you're a commercial real estate agent, why don't you host a once a month meetup for people who are interested in commercial real estate investments and bring in speakers and things like that and offer that and people will get to know you and know your name and hopefully use you when it's time for them to buy their next commercial real estate property. So those are different ways that you can build communities. The next thing that I think Taylor Swift has done beautifully is storytelling. 
So, of course, she's done this, like, her Folklore album is a wonderful example of this, where, like, the whole thing is a story about some people. So she created characters and told their story through that album. But I think there's other ways that you can storytell in a small business. And I have two examples of local businesses that I've seen do this very well. There is a winery near where I live. It's called Timber Hill Winery. And the owner, Amanda, has a pretty interesting story about how she came into winemaking. And a big part of her story is is her dad. And he was a big supporter of her. And he built the bar that they had at their original location and then they moved it to they just built a beautiful new winery and they have this this beautiful gorgeous bar that her father who has since sadly passed away built for her but she has made that bar and the relationship with her dad part of the story of her winery i don't know if there's a sign at the winery saying that her dad built it but it says something on her website about it i have heard her speak about it you know heard her say it as part of her story when she's talking about her winery and i've also been at the winery and heard employees talk about it as being part of the story and i think that's something that we can all kind of connect with and it's a great way to bring and show her authenticity as well as like, I'm a real person. My dad was a part of my story to get this winery off the ground. And it's really beautiful. So I think that's a really good example of storytelling and small business marketing. Another one is there's a bar in Madison, Wisconsin called the nitty gritty, and they have marketed themselves for as long as they've been around as the birthday bar. And if you go there, there's a wall with pictures of all these people celebrating their birthday there. And if I remember correctly, it's been a few years since I've been there, but I think they especially have pictures of like notable people, like people who were players for the Wisconsin Badgers or local news people or whatever celebrating birthdays there. And they give you a mug too that said you celebrated your birthday at the nitty gritty. So what they've done with this, and is there anything special about the nitty gritty as far as birthdays are concerned? No, it's like, a regular bar food, like it's good, but it's not like a Dave and Buster's where there's all these cool arcade games or anything like that. It's just pretty much, you know, like a bar food. But they have created this story around their business that this is the place where you celebrate birthdays. I think that's even their tagline is like where Madison celebrates birthdays. So And then they allow people to be a part of that story by celebrating their birthday there. And you post it on social media and you take a photo and your photo might end up on the wall. So that's the story is that this is a place where people come back year after year after year to celebrate their birthday. And you get to be a part of that, that story by, by celebrating your birthday there. So I think that's another really good example of how you can create a story around your business and invite your customers to be a part of that story. The next thing that I think Taylor Swift has done exceedingly well is collaboration with other artists. So she has collaborated with people from every other genre of music. She's done collabs with Kendrick Lamar, Ice Spice, Colby Calais, The Chicks, Bon Iver, Keith Urban, Lana Del Rey, Fall Out Boy. She did, well, it was like for Saturday Night Live, but it's still my favorite collab when she did the song with, I don't know, what was it, T-Pain? And they were like rapping. That was hilarious. But anyway, she's done collabs with all of these different artists from all of these different music genres. I cannot think of another musical artist that has done that with people from that diverse of a background. And what Taylor Swift has done by doing that is she's leveraging 
their audience. Bon Iver has a different audience than Taylor Swift. So does Kendrick Lamar. But Taylor Swift, by doing a a mashup with them, is getting the attention of those other fans. So I think this is an important lesson because you can collaborate with other small businesses or organizations in your community to help reach a different sect of people that you wouldn't be getting in in front of otherwise. Some people that I've collaborated with over the years are real estate agents, mortgage lenders, a financial coach, a beach body salesperson, a woman who owned a sauna place. I have collaborated with so many different people on so many different levels and it can be it can be anything. So a woman that I know locally owns a business with infrared saunas and a while back, she was giving out gift certificates for a free sauna session, and then it would to other small business owners, and it would say from your small business. So we embraced this at my office. We took our sauna certificates, and right around that time, we had several customers that had had their first baby. So we we always send out like congrats cards, and usually like a a gift card for coffee or something when somebody has a baby. But when she gave us those sauna certificates, we sent those out to our customers, and then. Our customers got to try out her business. She got introduced to a new potential customer that she otherwise wouldn't have come in contact with. So that was a great partnership. Another thing that I did in the past is years ago when I was working for another company, I used to host like little events at the office. We had a conference room and a space where we could host events. So I had a woman come and do like a beach body day where she had all of her samples set up and people could come in. So she advertised it to her customers. I put it out to my network and we had people that came in and were aware of what I did because it was my office. And then people who already knew who I was and were aware of what I did were coming in to see what her business was about. I did that with other businesses too. I had a woman come in with clothes. I I like hosted an Easter bunny event there. That's something you can do too. You can collaborate with others small businesses to create events around holidays or something. Like you could have a a food truck. That's something I know a mortgage lender that hosts an event every year where he brings in a food truck and he pays the food truck for the food. But in order to get the food from the food truck, you have to bring a donation for Toys for Tots. So it's that's a brilliant way to collaborate with another small business. And maybe that taco truck, I you know, I don't know how it works, but maybe the taco truck gives him a good deal because they're both gonna put it out to their networks and and be able to grow their business through that collaboration. And they're also collaborating with a charity to to do some good in the community. So there are so many different ways that you can lean on other businesses and collaborate with them to grow your business. If you are a life coach or something, team up with somebody who has a little boutique or an art studio to host an event there. If you are a real estate agent, you can get together with a mortgage lender and an insurance agent, maybe a title company and host a new home buyer seminar. If you are a re- retirement community looking to advertise your space for people looking for a place to go. Maybe you can team up with a realtor who specializes in downsizing for seniors and you can come up with some kind of an event or collaboration or co-branding to bring more people into each other's orbit. It is so valuable. So think about the other businesses that you know of, that you're friends with, that 
you would like to collaborate with and get creative or think about the businesses around you that would be a natural collaboration, like your businesses go hand in hand and reach out to them and ask them about collaboration. I think you'll be surprised at how many other local small businesses would be willing to collaborate with you. And the last thing that I think Taylor Swift does exceedingly well is adaptability. That girl has been famous almost her entire life and has led a very, very public life. And what we have seen is we've seen her adapt her music in so many different ways. I mean, she collaborates with people from a lot of different genres, but she herself has gone from this country star to pop to hip hop to indie folk. She's kind of experimented with it all. And I think that shows a great great amount of adaptability, just like your business, it's going to grow, change and shift. And you need to embrace that and lean into it and figure out how to make that work for you instead of feeling bad about your business growing and shifting and adapting because that's just part of life. It's going to grow. It's going to shift. It's going to adapt. So embrace it and figure out how to lean into it like Taylor Swift has through all of her different eras, if you will. She's reimagined her image over the year and she has made people mad along the way and people who weren't a fan of her anymore, but but she keeps succeeding, coming on top and attracting the right people who are interested in her. So also don't ever feel bad if you have to reimagine yourself, do some rebranding, change your marketing, change your small business offerings. It's okay. You might ruffle some feathers, but the real people who are meant to be called to do business with you will show up if you keep doing it in an authentic way and keep, you know, keep treating your customers well and offering services that are needed. And then she's also been through being absolutely humiliated, like the incident with Kanye West, where he like went up there and said that the award should have gone to Beyonce. Like how incredibly mortifying that had to be for her. And she was such a young woman when that happened, but she, she rose above it. She handled it like a class act. So I think that's something that you should think about too, because there is going to be some shit that will go down in your small business that is humiliating and awful, embarrassing, sad, devastating, heartbreaking. All of the emotions come in when you've run a small business for any length of time, but you have to figure out how to handle it with grace and dignity and move past it. And I think she handled that situation that way and moved past it and in a very, very classy way and rose above. And nobody has a poor opinion of her on how she handled that situation. So think about that, the next difficult situation that you deal with as a small business owner. She also overcame that her entire music catalog was sold to Scooter Braun. Like, I don't know the whole story there, but I know she didn't want her music catalog sold to him and it was. So what she did is she re-recorded all of those albums and her fans, because she has created this loyalty and community with her fans, they have supported her new re-recorded version. So now she has back control of her music and she could have just been angry or upset and just like let that happen to her. But instead she rose above and she found a way to come back from that, to come back stronger and to go back to earning money on her intellectual property. So I think that's also a super inspiring story. 
There's also a story about Taylor Swift. I'm told by my teen daughters who, who shout out to Claire and Genevieve. They really helped me put together this episode because while I love Taylor Swift, they, they helped me brush up on my Swifty facts. So thank you girls. So another thing that Taylor Swift overcame was she was mid tour once and a bunch of her dancers left her for Katy Perry. Like you might be in a situation, especially if you are a small business with employees where somebody leaves you or you have to let someone leave unexpectedly and you're in this situation like, what do I do? But you're going to prevail. You're going to make the decision that's right for the business, the decision that's right for the brand, the decision that's right to keep your customers happy, and you're going to overcome it just like Taylor Swift did. So those are the things I want you to reflect on when you think about your small business. And I think the important thing about this is too, is I don't know if you noticed as I went through all of these six, you know, marketing tactics that I think she's using to, to push her brand forward in such a strategic and phenomenal way. They're all interconnected. All of these things, they're all working together. You can do one of these things and it might help your business grow a little bit. But if you are using all of these things or most of these things in your strategy to market your small business is going to exponentially grow, just like we've seen Taylor Swift exponentially grow. You have to be dynamic and multidimensional in how you market your business and how you are presenting it to the community, to your customers, to your employees, to your network. You have to think about all of that and how it works together so that your business can grow in exponential ways and all of that marketing will work together to move things forward. I hope we all learned something from the genius that is Taylor Swift. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed making it. And if you are not already a part of the Off the Beaten Career Path podcast community on Facebook, be sure to look that up, Off the Beaten Career Path podcast community, and send a request to join. It's where we share more episodes, more ideas, more ways to grow your small business. Thank you. Off the Beaten Career Path podcast is a Lit Path Studios production and is produced by Jamie Gale and Katie Myers. Music is by Sasha Gray and Pond5. If you enjoyed today's show, please leave us a review and share it to your social media. Remember, your career path is up to you to create. Keep exploring, keep pushing boundaries, and keep blazing your own trail.